Welcome to Choose FI. Maybe you heard about the show because someone said, hey, I think there's a way to improve on your personal finances or there's something here that you should know about. Someone shared this information with you because they got value from it and now you're trying to figure out where to get started. As you listen to the episodes that we have produced, we're gonna talk about ways to earn more, spend less, and figure out how to optimize at the margins, how to invest better. And to help you with this, we've actually created a financial resilience toolkit at choosefi.com. There's a list of tools and resources that we have accumulated over time to directly help you with that stated goal. How can I earn more? What does it look like to spend less? And how do I take the margin that I'm able to create with both of those and invest better along the journey to reach financial independence? So go to our homepage, chooseify.com. All of the tools and the resources that we mentioned on the show are right there inside that financial resilience toolkit. Pick what works for you at no cost to yourself and great benefit take one small, easy action. You know, one small, easy action each and every day will transform your life, even in a relatively short period of time. Make this day and every day thereafter just a little bit better. Chooseify.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our continuing coverage, basically taking a a look at what's going on in current times through the lens of someone on the path to financial independence and maybe someone that's been kicked back on their heels and is kind of just thinking about things through the lens of financial resilience. Appreciate you joining us today to help us with this. I have my co-host, Brad, here with me. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Jonathan. I'm doing quite well. Yeah, it's uh, obviously every day, it's a whole new world and you're... uh, thinking about things you haven't thought of before. So I know uh, Danny, your wife, Danny, has cut your hair for quite some time, right? And uh, obviously we've talked before on the podcast about this being a big money saver because frankly, even for men's haircuts, at least here in Richmond, it's like 17 or $18 plus tips. So it's not inexpensive. And I actually am having Laura cut my hair for the first time uh, sometime this weekend. So it's, Oh, uh, wow. It's, so you're not telling me this is not, this is not retrospective. Hey, look how it went surprisingly well. This is, no. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> this is yes, it's, it's coming. You're, you'll see it on the podcast video feed next week. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, placed an order at Amazon. I think it was like a $30, uh, haircutting kit with, you know, all these different, uh, clip lengths and such. So, I mean, frankly, like it'll pay for itself after, two haircuts. So, uh, from a money perspective, this could be good. And yeah, we'll see. I'm, <laughs> I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I've been cutting Jason's hair for years and he still looks great. So nice. it's easy to do. You find a few YouTube videos and it just works. Nice. Okay, cool. And guys, so, yeah, hair is I, short. It grows out fast. So don't worry about it. That is very true. Yeah. I can vouch. Uh, Jason's hair looks good and I know Jonathan's hair looks good. So we'll see if, uh, Laura's up to the task. So MK, what's going on in your world? Well, we officially have received our stay-at-home order, which is pretty easy for us to handle right now because we've been staying at home. Uh, so we're just trying to make the most of everything. We've been doing our at-home workouts. Jason found a great PDF of like 100 body weight workouts that you can do at home, which is good for us because we're on the sixth floor. So we don't want to be like jumping around doing burpees and like very heavy lifts and drops because then our downstairs neighbors would very quickly be upset with us. So we've been finding a good way to handle things. And we're lucky that we have some really nice nature trails near us. So we can still follow the orders to social distance, but still get outside, get some fresh air, um, go along these trails, which are mainly empty. People really don't use them here. Um, and you know, 
stay sane, <laughs> stay safe. <laughs> yeah, we had some listeners uh, send us a message from uh, Italy and Spain, basically saying they're not, they're being confined actually to their homes, and they 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 are not going outside right now. So I guess in this context, I feel very blessed that we can certainly abiding all the guidelines and making sure we maintain appropriate distance and do whatever we can. But uh, it is if you have trails in your area, you're fortunate enough to have them. Take advantage of them. It is a it has can have a very calming, positive effect in such a turbulent time. Um, I think what one thing that would be cool if we did this. I was thinking like Brad, different segments. You know, like in, in the past, we've always kind of had various segments on the show, and I kind of want to slowly rebuild those into our process as we kind of move forward. And I had two segments in mind that I thought I don't even necessarily have anything to flesh out right now, but it could be fun to just. Let's just think about it for a second, and then we can turn these into a reality and give our community a chance to participate. So here are the two segments. The first one is the art of the pivot. Now, this one is really, in my mind, initially, it's for small business owners, side hustlers, individuals that thought they had income based on the hard work and uh, you know what they were able to build, and suddenly that has just disappeared. It's gone. Their current model does not work. And what I was thinking we could do if people in our community can identify with that statement and they have figured out a way to pivot their current business model and do something else to bring in some level of income or to kind of move in a different direction that's better right now, I would love for them to share with us what that is to inspire us, give us some encouragement, but also others in the community as well. So your thoughts on that, and then I'll pop up the other one. Yeah, I think that's great. I'd love to hear people send in these messages, send in voicemails. I know I have two examples just in my own life. We, I talked about this on a podcast last week, how our daughter's piano teacher is now doing uh, lessons via Skype or Zoom. And it was, like Anna said, probably 90 plus percent as good as a normal lesson. So that sure beats them not being able to do this and that teacher losing all that income. And uh, just actually our CrossFit gym, they are running classes on Zoom now. And it's just, it's phenomenal. You know, it keeps us part of the community. It is essentially, I did it this morning, uh, 9 a.m. And actually, Jonathan, your wife, Danny, was on yesterday morning, which was super cool. We're all at our houses. The coach, Jen, does essentially every single thing she would do in a normal hour-long class. She talks about the workout. We go through a warm-up. We even have our little like personal time, Take you know, uh, get everything ready. And then this morning, I did a 20-minute workout that absolutely crushed me. It was like, it was literally like being in the gym. And I mean, that is a cool little pivot to add value to the community that otherwise, like you could say, ah, what am I really paying for? You know, like if you think about that for gym owners, like, can you do that? You know, if you were spending all these hours at the gym, can you have zoom classes? And frankly, like, can it be an opportunity? Now that's, that's the coolest aspect of this, right? Like what I suggested to, to Jen, who's the owner of this CrossFit gym was, Hey, you have all these hours now why don't you reach out to local businesses, right? We have major businesses here. Why don't you reach out to Capital One and say, I'm going to run a Capital One only CrossFit class from 745 to 845. So it doesn't infringe on work time every, you know, twice a week or three times a week. And you're adding value. You're becoming part of their lives. And you never know how many customers you're going to have now, how many new members you're going to have on the other side of this. So Man, in tough times, you got to think differently. You really do. 
I mean, this is, this is the, what you just mentioned out. That was one of the first ones that I, that I was thinking about. And you're already farther down that path than I am. But think about that. So gyms have always, one of the things that gyms struggle with, it's, it's, it's relatively low margin and it struggles with scalability, right? So in, the, in this time, talking, looking at this through the lens of the art of the pivot, Peloton, who has this biking service, has basically been capitalizing on this idea for a long period of time. Hey, you can get a great workout. You can be motivated by your peers and you can do it from the privacy of your living room. CrossFit in the historically has always thrived on that in community, in person camaraderie. But here's the cool thing, because when you could, when times were good, you were able to build that camaraderie. People are desperate and longing for that now still, Albeit in this, so while you may be in a vacuum, could have never gotten here by yourself now because of circumstances forcing everybody to look for ways to replicate aspects of their day, they would love this. And then the constraints of, oh, only eight people a class or 12 people a class or whatever that was is also gone. You could have 30 people on a class. I told my wife, I was like, Danny, make sure you sign in. Like, make sure you go to the app and you sign in. Now, maybe on day one, the gym owner just wanted a way to serve, like truly, truly, like, how can I help you? Well, your customers, the people that are Bennett, they want to help you as well. And you'll be amazed how one, you could start off right now, just helping each other in some capacity, but that relationship that is formed could allow you to take to your business that in a vacuum, you never could have gone originally. They're going to be, and so that, that art of the pivot, this is a great place to start. What I was thinking we could, yeah, MK, you got something too. hop in here. Yeah. Well, so if you guys remember Christine from episode 137, so she, I mean, it's a great episode to talk about financial resilience. So everybody should go back and listen to it. If you just recently started listening, you haven't got there yet. Fast forward, very applicable to what a lot of people are dealing with right now, but she runs a tour business in Nashville. So not only are they dealing with the ramifications of people aren't going outside, people aren't doing tours or traveling because of the virus, but Nashville was also hit by a massive tornado. So she was already thinking about how to pivot after the tornado hit. And then obviously all of these restrictions hit. So she reached out to me just personally, we're buddies. And she's saying how she's looking to pivot because people can still virtually visit Nashville and still get them excited. And then hopefully they can come and visit later. So that's a, I mean, just showing her resilience again, having to deal with um, what she did years ago and then pivoting again. Now, I think it's an amazing, another example too. One other idea that we could have, I mean, talking about someone that thinks creatively, thinks outside the box, and also's entire business has been affected by this, obviously, is Alan Donegan, pop-up business school. This is an individual that has, he's on a mission. That mission is transforming the face of business, and it's dedicated to going into low-income neighborhoods and getting these kind of pop-ups for two weeks where you come in and for free, you can learn how to start a business. Most recently, we were supporting his effort in Charleston. I with I'm sure, and, and I haven't had him confirm this, but I'm sure that all the pop-ups that they had planned all around the world over the next six months at least have been basically set to the side, like either canceled or delayed or otherwise. And Alan is inside the Phi community. He looks at things differently. He's had to pivot many times throughout his career. I don't know if he has this sorted yet, but if he's interested, I'd love to have him on the show and have him talk about what does a business owner that's trying to figure out what that pivot looks like may not completely even know yet? Where where would they start? Where is he starting? Because again, this isn't happening in a vacuum. You're not the only one having to figure this out. All of us are. Choose FI is in many ways. We're having to figure this out as well. Things are not just steady state. So all of us are doing this together. And I think we benefit from 
just sharing the process that we're going through. Um, I think there, there's going to be real value here. So that was my first segment. I love that you guys helped. Should I, should I save the other one for another day or just like air it? I'll save it. I'll save it. it we'll be here tomorrow. Uh, no, we'll be here on Stay Monday. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> same five time, same by channel. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, switch gears here. Now, I think last week we were talking about um, core expenses. Now, when you're talking to, when you're talking about financial resilience, just like when you're plotting out your path to financial independence, but it's more urgent. The urgency is there from financial resilience. If you're going to map out what the next several months are going to be like, what things you can enact change on, what things you can actually affect. If you're not just going to put your head in the sand and find out, okay, here's what, here's what happened. If you want to, you need to know where you are. You need to understand your burn rate with regards to your cash, your projected cash coming in and what's going out. And even if your job is secure right now, there's a value here in optimizing all of your expenses. So I use the term, I think I used the term core expenses last week. And what I was getting at with that is understanding, forget discretionary spending. You're at home anyways. Most of us are seeing a contraction in what we're spending right now. But what does our life actually cost? And how far could you scale that down if you really needed to, just understanding that? And then when you look at, all right, my core expenses, what comprises that? Is there anything that you can improve on? Yeah, Jonathan, to me, I mean, I think we're talking about a time now where we have a lot of time at home, right? You can't just say, oh, I should do this or I should do that. Now is the time to truly take action on this. And what I'm doing personally is going through my yearly line item. So I, I don't have a budget as we've talked about many, many times on, on the podcast, but I do keep track after the fact of, of what we've spent. So it's easy for me to kind of at a glance get a sense of maybe those one-time yearly expenses that you don't really think about. And obviously insurance is one that jumps to mind. So I know I recently got a new term life insurance policy. I found out rates went down and I just did some online researching on this and saved, I think it was, it was almost like $200 a year. And even just kind of thinking a little bit differently, right? That's a hallmark of the FI community. I know this sounds maybe off the wall, but there are companies that have car insurance where you pay per mile. I think I've heard of a company called Metro Mile at one point. Uh, I don't know anything about them other than that this was their model. And I have a car. I have two cars that are sitting in the driveway. (laughs) Oversized paperweights. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, isn't that an interesting rethink, right? Like I'm paying for car insurance and I'm not driving the darn things, but yet there are car insurance policies that are based on the mile. What a cool idea. So, I mean, I might look into that, frankly. And I and maybe, you know, all of us should kind of just rethink these things. I know home insurance is obviously another leg of, of that kind of insurance stool. And while I've talked multiple times about a particular company I use here in Virginia, which is not going to help anyone in the audience, I know you actually found a new style insurance company when it comes to, to home insurance that you read about, I think, in like Forbes or the Wall Street Journal or some such. Yeah. So let's give actually a little backstory here. This company that you said wouldn't help anybody. I was using them too. I, I had gotten up, but, but when I moved and they found out that I was a small business owner, they kicked me out. They wouldn't let me keep using them. I guess they felt a small business owner was too risky to have on the way. Just crazy. I literally wanted to write them a negative review because of that. I was so irritated, but because of what you just mentioned, I'd heard about this company called Lemonade, kind of funny name for a home insurance company, but Lemonade. Uh, and 
I had been on the back burners that I would take a look. And so I checked them out and they were even cheaper than the company that you're using, Brad. It ended up saving me about an extra $400 a year. And their entire claim to fame is like, you can get a quote in just a couple minutes. Like, you know how a lot of companies will like, after you put in all your information, then they say, and put in your phone number. They say, okay, and give us your email. And then down the road, we'll, we'll send you a bunch of quotes and then you get quotes from them plus everybody else, right? This company just gave me, a, I had a quote within like, a minute and a half. And it was cheaper than what I was getting with this other one. So uh, I'm all in on Lemonade. That's, uh, they, they've been absolutely fantastic for me. And I guess the other claim to fame that they have is that they pay out, they pay out claims, which I haven't had to make any claims. So I can't guarantee you that this is true, but this is what I've heard. Uh, they pay out claims faster than any other company on the planet. Literally, if you have to make a claim, you just like open up the app on your phone and say, hey, Here's what the claim is. Here's the cost to repair. The money shows up in your bank account like five minutes later. Like that's, they, they have streamlined and used AI to like streamline the entire process. So, I mean, happy customer right here. <laughs> that's very, very cool. Yeah, I, I definitely read about that algorithm-based concept and, and AI. I mean, it's just, it's a rethink. And I think anytime you upend an industry, that's, that's uh, kind of something cool to look into. So, so yeah, Jonathan, I know we mentioned this at the outset of this episode, but on our homepage, we have this entire financial resilience toolkit, different ways to save money uh, from everything from cashback credit cards to saving on loans and these type of living expenses. So if anybody's interested, we are curating this and we're constantly updating it. We're really trying to add value to our community now in, in these times especially. And there isn't a better time to take some of your newfound free time, unfortunately, and put it to good use here, saving money on things that maybe you just let this slide. You haven't updated in a while. Just take 30 minutes and see what you can save. And you know, Brad, you were mentioning the homepage. I actually want to point out to our audience, if they have not been there recently, we have revamped the entire homepage with the sole goal of making it easier to find the content that we are discussing on this show. Uh, we know there is a timeliness factor to this. And we kind of had to think like how, what's the best way to present this so that you will be able to access it easily in a timely manner without having to go through every post, every page, every podcast show notes that have ever been created over the three plus years that we've been doing this now. So I promise you, I've been blown away, Brad. I know you can comment on this well, but go to the homepage. You're going to find the resources that we're talking about there. It's very easy to access. And I say that to say that on top of everything we just mentioned a second ago, um, the Chooseify International Foundation, which is the the nonprofit that we have, what, basically what we've tried to do with this nonprofit is create an entity whose sole purpose and mission is advocating for the this type of information to help it reach really the populations that need it the most. And there's a couple that, that has manifested in a couple ways over the last two years. There is now in existence, there's a K through 12 financial literacy curriculum that the Chooseify International Foundation has created. There is a resource for you that might identify now as accidental homeschoolers. Those of you that are finding yourselves at home, homeschooling your kids, trying to figure out how do I build a, you know, something that's fun, something that can have all of us working towards something together. What are the resources available? There's this incredible resource that's now available for you totally free. Uh, we've linked to it on the homepage. And there are more resources that are coming. And all of those, we're, we're, we're promoting all of those on our homepage. It's very, very easy to find. Another great one, MK, that I feel like we should mention that would be very timely right now is actually the Simple Startup. Uh, this is, I'll actually give you the floor on Wait. this, but I can't imagine a better time to 
start pursuing a passion project and doing something with your kids uh, than now, right? Yeah. So, I mean, talk about good timing with the Simple Startup coming out in mid-February. So if you have a student who is maybe middle school to high school age, or you just as an adult want to start your own business and have a guide to walk you through it, you can check those out. Uh, the Simple Startup, thesimplestartup.com um, is where you can find information on the books. Um, Rob has been doing a great job trying to help people learn about it as they're suddenly like, I'm a homeschooler. And we're like, we've been saying all along, this is great for homeschoolers. So, um, and hopefully it's going to help kids learn about these different principles of starting a business um, as they're maybe having to see other people in the economy start their own businesses as we talked about the pivot. So I think this is a really interesting and unique time to be able to go through this curriculum. And Jonathan, just to add a little flavor to what you're talking about with the accidental homeschooler, I have been blown away by what Danny and Rob and the team are doing there. Danny actually sent me what I didn't realize was I thought this was just going to be like a one-off guide for accidental homeschoolers. She just sent me a little preview of the week two PDF, which I, again, I had no idea they were even creating, frankly. Uh, they are going to be putting these PDFs out weekly is my understanding. This one is a 13 page PDF with in-depth activities, a whole uh, bingo board here of different things you can do. Like this is a remarkable, remarkable thing that they're putting together. It's completely free. You don't even have to sign up there. You can just download these guides from this page and they are going to be putting these out weekly. So like you said, you can find this just right on chooseify.com. Just scroll down. You'll see a purple section for accidental homeschooler, and you can download these free guides. They really are worth your time because so many millions of us are finding ourselves as, as accidental homeschoolers now, and these educators are here to help. Yeah. There's a lot here. So just, just as a reminder for people to kind of to break that down, the, the, the K-12 through financial literacy curriculum, totally free. Financial Independence 101, totally free. The Accidental Homeschooler resource on the webpage, totally free. This is just, we're, we're just here to serve you. We want to help you with it. The Simple Startup is a physical workbook. It is a physical workbook and it's there if you want to have a workbook to go through by yourself or with your child or with another individual to build a business from scratch using a lot of the principles that you hear us advocate on the show. There is a nominal cost to the workbook, but it's worth every penny. Uh, and, you know, just, we're putting these out in the universe to help you. These are, these are resources that I think they can make a difference. I know a lot of us feel like we have time, but we want to make sure we're using that time effectively or productively or in a way that's directionally accurate with a future that we want to build for ourselves and our families. Hopefully this will help steer you in the right direction. And um, if give us your feedback. We are looking for feedback on this. Again, it's chooseify.com. All right, so I want to go ahead and go back to the community here. Uh, some This is a daily show. It's daily because we knew we needed to be timely. There are needs that our country has right now. This is very country-specific, unfortunately. The resources that I'm about to mention is, is country-specific, though I, I bet there are many other places in the world where they need this as well. Right now, for whatever reason, the United States does not have enough mask for our medical professionals. Ed has put together a resource for you. If regardless of whether you have a, a stash of masks that you want to donate to medical professionals or you have skills that could contribute or you want to find out, is there something else I can do? Uh, Chooseify.com slash mask is a website that, or a link that I'm pointing you to to give you an idea of how you can help. Hopefully this is a very timely thing where we will not be having this issue with just 
protective equipment a month from now. I'm hoping that this is a stopgap until our country can reskill and retool. Large manufacturers can actually step in and meet this need. But in the short term, right now, if you're listening to this, the country needs your help. This is your chance. Go to chooseify.com slash mask. There's another need. So many needs. And uh, MK, I want to let you talk about this other one. Yes. So Lexi, who is one of our avid listeners, reached out and let us know that there is a need for blood donations across our country right now. So there's always a need for blood donations. If you think anytime there's um, a car accident, some kind of emergency surgery, people need blood um, during those procedures and those come from donors and that those needs haven't stopped. Um, And so there is a need for blood donations throughout our country right now. Lexi pointed us to a really great resource, aabb.org slash donate blood. And I know I've I've donated blood previously through a different organization. They have been texting me updates to which I say it hasn't been eight weeks yet. <laughs> I will go in eight weeks um, because there is a limit on how much you can donate and how often. But if you are able to donate blood, please consider doing so um, and check out that resource from Lexi. Uh, there are uh, ways that you can go and donate where you will not be... Um, exposed because she's saying that COVID-19 is not transmitted by blood. So if you are going into one of these facilities to donate, um, they are a sterile facility. Um, And that is a way that you can help a lot of people uh, right now. And for context, Lexi is a physician who specializes in transfusion medicine. So she is really calling for this as a desperate need. As she said, they're desperately in need of people who are feeling healthy to come out and donate blood. And now I am committing to do that. So uh, that is now on my to-do list. I will find a facility and I will make that trip in my car, which previously for the last week or two has been a giant paperweight. We will go donate blood. Join us. Let's do this together. All right, my friends. We're <laughs> every day, right? We're, we're getting through this uh, until tomorrow. Anybody? Until tomorrow. Uh, we'll we're see waiting a- until Monday. This is coming up Friday. Brad, it's and- a hashtag. You need to up your hashtag game. <laughs> it's a hashtag. All right, guys, we'll see you on Monday. Thanks for joining us as we continue to go down the road less traveled.